This episode of The First Three Knocks is brought to you by The Traveling Ambassador. With thousands of design options, The Traveling Ambassador can help design and produce your next commemorative challenge coin for your lodge or district. They also have a great catalog of existing pins on their website, ready to order. Check out their collection at www.thetravelingambassador.com. is our 50th episode. You're listening to The First Three Knocks, a Masonic podcast in the District of York, where we discuss topics for the betterment of masonry. The opinions discussed in this podcast are those of the individual and do not represent the views of Grand Lodge or any other Masonic body. Now, here are your hosts. Well, good evening, brethren. Man, is this awesome. It's so good to see you guys again. It's been a long period of being locked down, and uh, here we are in beautiful, historic, beautiful historic. <laughs> we're live. We're together. We're, we're recording this time. We're, we're actually yeah, recording this take time. Take two. Tell them what just happened now. Come yeah. on. Don't be shy. Uh, it seems uh, our, our talented producer forgot to hit the record button on that last session. Yeah. So I'm sorry about that, guys. We had a, we had a good little... Uh, 10, 15 minute conversation going. That was yeah. probably our best podcast. Yes, yeah. the walls really liked it. <laughs> good practice session. Now that we're back, yeah, uh, we're gold. back together now. So it was a, you know, it was a good practice session before we well, hit record. We'll definitely give you that because again, it is our first time being in person. Uh, you know, we got these big tables set up so that we have some space between us. But uh, again, it's nice to be back. It's nice to see you fellas face to face. It's nice to be at the table and and kind of uh, you know enjoy the project that we started here with this podcast. So let's get at her. Definitely excited to be back. Yeah, it's good to be back. And uh, man, I, I actually missed you guys. You know, I don't know if I would have said that a few months ago. I was, I was a little <laughs> tired of uh, of I seeing could, your. I faces, could see it but... in your eyes too. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good to see you guys. We uh, of course we did a bunch of shows virtually, and we upped our game. I'd say. Yeah. Thought we did pretty good, but there, there's something special about being together face to face, having some conversations and, uh, and, uh, you know, things are improving. We're, yeah. we're getting back to some sense of, um, I wouldn't say normalcy cause I'm not sure we're going back to that place, but we're certainly, uh, starting to see some ease on the restriction side. So that is really exciting. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we had our five limits now uh, increased to 10 as of uh, tomorrow at 12.01 a.m. So uh, why don't you guys come by at 12.01 and we'll crack a beer? <laughs> like the way you're thinking. So we, we, I don't even think we did our introduction, actually, because we uh, we haven't been doing this for a long yeah. time. So uh, I am Worshipful Brother Bertellier, a past master of the Rising Sun Lodge in uh, sunny, beautiful, and historic Aurora, Ontario, here with... <laughs> Uh, Brother Gino Scovio, uh, also of the Rising Sun. It certainly is about five to six degrees hotter up there. <laughs> and uh, I'm uh, currently junior warden of the lodge and can't wait to get back to start uh, preparing meals for my brethren when we're finally called back to action. And we are sitting here with... Brother Steve Sprott of Zeradatha Lodge number 220 in beautiful historic Uxbridge, Ontario. Mm. 
like your descriptor in there. Is that that new? I haven't heard that one. I haven't heard that one. So guys, I mean, aside from uh, some of the shows that we've done, and and I know you've you've been working at home and taking care of the family. What have you guys been up to? What's uh, what's new? Well, I've been, uh, like I said, uh, calling my wife's uh, boss to see if uh, she's needed at work. <laughs> Not because uh, we need her to work, just so that I can have some peace and quiet at home. <laughs> A little bit of space. That the walls keep getting smaller at home. Yeah. Now, again, weather has improved tremendously. We've yeah. got that barbecue weather coming, and it's here. And uh, so we've been enjoying some kind of gardening, getting that stuff going. Mm. Work has uh, kept me busy um, with the the COVID-19 that started. Slowed down, but I had some things on the go still. And uh, in the last two, three weeks where people have seen, you know, it, it is a lot safer to get out and do things and they're not as fearful anymore. Um, we've seen a really increase in numbers of, uh, of action taking place. So, so far, nothing has changed on that front here in Ontario, at least within the GTA. Everything is still moving along quite well. Nothing Great. has dropped. And uh, yeah, we'll just pick up where we left off. It almost feels like it's January right now mm-hmm. for that market. And uh, yeah, we're excited. So let's get back to work. Man, the year's kind of flying by when you oh. stop and think about it now, right? It's a- we're six months in already. Yeah. Like, where did it go? It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable to think about. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Sprotty? What uh, What's transpired for you? Yeah, well, uh, I mean, I've talked to a lot of people and they've had a lot of chores to do around the house, which, uh, you know, I guess that keeps you busy. But I moved into a brand new build condo, so everything's Perfect done Perfect timing, for me. you're so, done. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, so there's not as much nagging on that end. But uh, <laughs> no, I've been keeping busy. I've uh, just been, you know, I've, I've just recently started going back to work um, and uh, tried to spend some time uh you know doing some reading and things like that prior to that before i was going back to work um you know trying to advance my masonic knowledge i guess a little bit Um, tell us about what what are you doing in that front what uh what have you been working on um honestly i was always i was was recommended a lot of books as i went through masonry and i always would go on amazon or something pick them up and uh, i just honestly never had a good chance to sit down and read them so Mm. Um, I've dug into a few of them now and, uh, completed a few of them. I've had the time to do that. So, um, that's good. Yeah. How about you? Uh, well, I mean, it's, it's been busy, uh, in, in our business side, we've been extremely busy. I think I've shared that with you guys kind of previously. Uh, we've got a trend going on and, and, uh, we're blessed because we're providing a product that's in high demand, uh, through this kind of crazy time. So, so that's been, uh, I think I said to you in the card, you know, a blessing and a curse because there's a lot of saying no to people as well. Yeah. So there's some challenge that goes with that. So doing well on the on the work front, uh, home-wise, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm teaching at home. <laughs> you know, I, I've been home. You know me, I'm usually traveling across North America somewhere, and I haven't done that for the last three months. Uh, so I've had this great opportunity to really connect with my, my girls uh, and my wife, uh, our dog, even Leo, <laughs> we've had a lot of fun. Um, but I've been, I've been doing things that I don't normally do, you know, which is helping with the homework and, and helping with, uh, chores around the house and, uh, and running the business. Um, so that has been a really different game for me. I really have enjoyed that part of it. I mean, even on the school side, all our kids of course are, are stuck at home as well because the schools are closed and in Ontario shut down for the year. 
So virtual learning has been the the number one. Well, you know Sprotty because your your significant other is in that world. Yep, she's a teacher. Yeah. So um, Re- report card season right now. Report so. card season. Virtual report. <laughs> I don't know cards. what they're reporting on, but. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I've been working on that with both my girls and, and my youngest. She, uh, both my girls are in a French school, so my youngest and I have been going through verb conjugation, um, which is a really blast from the past for me. <laughs> and, and I got to tell you, the, the strategies for learning now are dramatically better than they were in the 80s. <laughs> I mean, they actually have strategies. Not I'm everything sure, is yeah. by memorization. So I've been really impressed with that and enjoying that. And with my oldest daughter, we've been doing a lot of math together and... Uh, uh, Euclidean geometry ah. has been on the uh, on the agenda, and I've really enjoyed that. For being a Mason, yeah, it's been kind of a cool connection point as well. So, so I've been busy. Um, we are we're getting tired of being home, though. I got to tell you, like we're sort of itching to get out and uh, and get back into society. But we're all not. I got I got to interrupt there. Uh, in addition to all the wonderful things Bert just said, he was doing. He also, I think, appeared on uh, "So You Think You Can Dance" home edition. <laughs> Uh, basement uh, part ones and two yeah. and man can this guy shake it it's i awesome. picked up some moves you know i uh my my girls are both in competitive dance and uh i've i've noticed a few things so i yeah. picked up a couple of moves they uh they put me and their mother to the test because they they have these little video contests that they do and i think tiktok is one of them as yep. well so uh i've crashed a couple tiktok oh, videos yeah. that uh, cassie's done you know <laughs> doing the the photo bombing in the back and then just taking over the whole scene so yeah it's been a little bit of fun yeah we've had fun with that too so we uh i think we did a couple of routines where you know we do the really easy parts yeah <laughs> and the girls do all the splits and the spins and the turns and uh I finish with the jazz hands, you know. That. Well, we'll just have to show our listeners, yeah. post it on our Instagram. Oh, or, I'll make uh, sure I send you links. <laughs> <laughs> I saved them for a rainy day for a just in case, you know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, on my end, again, with masonry, um, just, I'm, you know, I love reading our ritual book and I certainly love studying all that. I'm not into books per se. I, I find it hard to read. We just got one from one of our listeners and I thought it was pretty cool kind of explained the aprons and what yeah I really like that one it was a nice read um worshipful brother Marshall Kern there we go from Sarnia district and uh yeah so that was a, a recent book that we got and I kind of master's did emblem, get into. Yeah. it was nice and easy to, to kind of follow and uh, I thought it really spoke to you know the apron and what the the meanings behind it are um you know I sit here and I and I always think of what more can I do to kind of advance my Masonic journey and uh, literally a day ago, I think one of our own brethren from our own Rising Sun, I'm going to put a shout out here now. His name is Brother Sina Monshi, mm. um, a new Mason, uh, fellow craft, and got it just before we, we shut yeah. down, right? Like literally yeah. just before. He is, uh, I think, 22, 23, again, young, young fella. Two days ago, we get a message in our WhatsApp uh, group, which which is also new from this. And it really has allowed us to carry on a day-to-day conversation with our brethren and really get to see uh, and and know and learn their characters and their personalities. You know, you get in Lodge and, yeah, we have some social fun times. We do things outside of Lodge. Then we get serious in Lodge and, you know, take care of our business and our ritual. But uh, the, the conversation flow has been just awesome to watch. Well, anyways. You guys all sending memes to each other? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All kinds, all kinds, <laughs> Insult, right? Insulting ones. <laughs> but uh, Brother Sina Monshi, uh, uh, an amazing young man, really has taken masonry to, in, in my eyes, in his own journey, to a whole greater level that I haven't seen before, and uh, decided to, uh, from Aurora, 
walk to Niagara Falls. Now that's 130 kilometers, give or take, depending on that's what route. Incredible. Not hop on a bike, not take a bus or a train, certainly not fly, you know, not hop in a car. He decided to walk. So he prepared himself, I guess, in the best fashion he could. I think he had a 22 kilogram uh, backpack and it appears he now has a, uh, a wagon that he's been uh, <laughs> bringing to help him with that weight load. Wow. And uh, last I checked a few hours ago, he was at Burlington Canal. So he's getting close. I think he's about five, yeah, six Hamilton. hours. So is he giving you WhatsApp uh, updates? Well, we kind of keep kind a of, hey, how you something? doing and whatnot. He's taking pictures. I'm sure he's going to have a story to share for mm -hmm. us when, when we're back in wow. Able. Um, so, yeah, he's been he, really, it wasn't for obviously us, you know, like it wasn't, hey, guys, I'm going to do this and send you. Like we've really been banding behind him now. And kind of like cheering him along and letting him know that we're there in spirit and in wow. thought and everything. But what a journey uh, that he's taken. And uh, I, I, you know, I, I could imagine trying it, but uh, I would probably, you know, 20k in, be like, okay, good enough. <laughs> I just went cab. for a 5k walk around my right? block with Jess last night, and <laughs> I was out of go. breath, panting. I had to stop at the, off at the booster <laughs> juice and <laughs> rehydrate. You, you could check the stoicism box now, go. right? Check 5k walk. So that's amazing. I, I think again, he's really taken that as a journey that he he felt the need to take, especially. And what, what the was chaos. the purpose behind it? Was it uh, I, like I, was it for health? Was you it know what? for? I don't uh, know uh, yet. I think it was just again an, a stoic journey that he wants to take. He really has taken um, what he's learned so far mm -hmm. and really has applied it to like the inner soul, the, the inner stitch of his being, and uh, and again, you know, I saw it in his eyes. I, I'm sure you saw it in his eyes when we first met him. He really seems to have everything that uh he's a great guy he's a great man yeah and uh, he certainly has already improved and and is still doing that and so yeah for him he put a physical journey and challenge in front of him and uh, he seems to be wow. kicking its ass That's it's incredible. awesome yeah. good yeah. for him yeah so talk about like yeah advancing your masonic journey it's not just about books and mm -hmm. you know uh, dvds that we might find online it's literally you can set yourself up with a challenge and conquer it and i'm sure he's going to come out of this knowing that whatever else he wants to put in front of him he can easily wow. set himself up for goals and uh, certainly uh, conquer them well i gotta tell you just to build on the story around him a little bit um he he's kind of come into our lodge like a like a, a spitfire you know oh, yeah. he's, he's he's very dedicated very curious and interested and uh i've had several conversations with him uh, I mean, I had the good fortune as master to yeah. initiate him. And he uh, introduced me to Marcus Aurelius Meditations. Oh, oh really? No yeah. way. Yeah, and uh, he's a, you know, obviously a big fan, and he studies many sort of ancient schools. Uh, he, I would even say he was close to an expert on, on some of these topics. Wow. And uh, so he inspired me to, to check that book out, and I've been reading that over the past uh, couple couple months and it's a it's a really great read you know all those guys are great uh marcus aurelius and epictetus and all those you know seneca all those ancient philosophers there's yeah. so much to learn there and, and there's so many parallels to masonry it's incredible you know it really is you know again when you hear those guys and and you apply them to what we're doing here the connections are there and they're so powerful um it's just phenomenal you know one of the other things i've really enjoyed over the last couple of months is uh, there's been greater connection uh, ironically you know guys we always talked about being a traveling podcast and, and getting out there i think we've done more uh virtual traveling we made some amazing <laughs> great new friends i mean one of the last podcasts we did the round table with the fellows in the states just amazing yeah and again i can't wait to 
you know, be able to go and physically sit with them, enjoy some social time, go visit their jurisdictions of their world, their yeah. lodges and whatnot, and uh, and really, really get to enjoy them. But I mean, talk about pros that we got to, to work with on that. And uh, and as I said, and you know, as of late, I've been following them a little bit more too. Yeah. Um, because it's really, it was uh, really interesting to learn in their little parts of the world, how everything is so different, not just within their own Mason stuff, but also with what they're doing in their day-to-day living. So mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're, they're all very interesting. Each each podcast offers something different and we're not competing, you know, we're not no. a compete, yeah. competing podcast. We're, you know, helping each other out and we're doing it for the benefit of the Well, craft. that round table and, right there was exactly that to show. I mean, here we are again, never met these fellas, just maybe spoke through emails and whatnot, a couple messages here and there. Um, and, and here we are able to sit together. Like we've known each other for thousands of years, uh, through the connection of masonry and uh, truly appreciate, uh, what we're all doing for the collective. And I think we all had the same message. It was to try to improve masonry in that positive light to really get the public to understand who, what, and where, and why we do what we do. And, and that alone was just fantastic. You know, yeah, definitely. There's no competition in masonry. We, we all and they all, have, like I said, all of them have something different to offer. You know, some of them focus on the esoteric elements. Some focus on the history. Some focus on, like, someone like us, we kind of focus on the, the Masonic uh, experience. Mm-hmm. You know, we have our, our guests on and we talk about their experience. And um, so everyone has something different to offer. So it's, yeah, like we said, it's not competing we all work very well together and Mm -hmm. you know hopefully we all grow together and you know we become a a good resource for people yeah it's funny you said you were following them a little more i have been too uh uh, rj and and uh uh, juan as well and one of the one of the items coming up is uh, they're talking about masonicon in chicago in september and uh I thought, oh, isn't that interesting? I wonder if that's still going to be on, yeah. given all the <laughs> kind of restrictions. We're we're basically locked down here in Canada. We yeah. can't get across the border right now. But well, uh, we just had a new uh, order from Grand Lodge that uh, no Masonic things until August thirty first. Now, granted, you know, July August, we're pretty much on our summer breaks. We do very little work in the building and more of social time if we can get together for some summer events throughout the mm-hmm. the season. But uh, yeah, so as of right now, August thirty first, and I'm sorry, but I. Th- think it might last a little longer here yeah in that respect so maybe preparing for a second year in the same spot i mean i know our grand lodge is going to already be doing that and it might be something that uh, the lodges have to consider to mirror uh, in the same respect because you know as much as it's nice to continue advancement you know i we I couldn't imagine numbers. i couldn't imagine sitting for your first time in the east as a worshipful master or your first time in the uh the uh, junior stewart's chair being an officer and, you know, you had one or two meetings through the year. And, <laughs> oh, by the way, you know, on to the next, right? So yeah. it's a, a double-edged sword, um, you know, but we'll all but we, figure it out. You know, we have to yeah. remember we do have a lot of elderly members. Yeah, and absolutely. we have to worry about their benefit. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, there shouldn't be any sort of rush to return. And, and I think we heard that a little bit from uh, Juan Sepulveda as well in Florida, that they were they're being very cautious because yeah, they have the yeah. right to go back yeah. to Lodge. And they've, they've been moving much slower um, just for that exact reason. 
Yeah, and uh, brother Daniel, worshipful brother Daniel Molina, who we'll talk about in a bit, but uh, he gave a presentation to our district or our lodge uh, virtually on Stoicism. That was a good one, yeah. Um, He's the worshipful master of his lodge right now, and he has been given permission in Miami, Florida to go back. And he's saying, well, no, let's wait wait it out a little bit. We have a lot of elderly members and mm-hmm. uh, you know as even though they're saying it's safe to go back let's just wait a bit and, and be sure mm-hmm. so I mean they, they've left it up to the discretion of the lodges which is great too mm. yeah so there's uh still still in this kind of bizarre place yeah uh, do you know like we talked in the car a little bit it's uh it's like every day you're waking strange. up and going like is the is the dream over is the nightmare over you know I mean there's always another new challenge and there's many of them that we've already seen throughout this year and uh it just keeps adding and adding and adding and it's like you know there's a breaking point that's gonna come soon and when is enough enough but at the same time when have we had this chance to really sit and be with our families to kind of press pause on what we thought was, you know, just as or more important than again family time and close friendships. Um, you know, we've been able to reach out to people that we might not have had the chance before, because we were always, you know, I'm doing the air quotes here, busy, and whatnot. And mm-hmm. now there really is no excuse to get those things going. And if uh, you were able to get through that, I really believe that a lot of those uh, real tough times are pretty much uh, close to behind us, and we can really just kind of look ahead to those bright sunny days and uh what's more to come Mm. and before we know it christmas is gonna already be here and 2021 can't wait (laughs) oh yeah that's how far away are we from christmas now uh, (laughs) less than six months oh no five months and counting it's it's happening yeah crazy to think about but i mean again you know we're all in it we're all in it together we're all helping and supporting each other we're seeing all parts of the world that have slowly come out of this improve find their ways you know make great strides ahead and uh and, and now it's just the kind of race to see where uh, vaccines might come and where medicines might come and take from there mm-hmm. but uh like i said i, I hope to uh, and i don't i'm certainly no doctor or anything like that but i hope that what we've seen the worst is behind well, yeah we might get a second wave but i think we'll be prepared or more prepared obviously because of what we've really just experienced but yeah Let's stop talking about COVID. <laughs> almost, I agree. I'm Everyone's done. on and off. It's, uh, it's not even, uh, I mean, there, there, off. there's been a lot, uh, a lot of other headlines more recently oh. as well with uh, some of the challenges down in the U.S. And uh, well, actually, we've seen it globally as yep. well. A lot of uh, protests going on uh, around Black Lives Matter and, and support uh, and outpouring and, and rage uh, yeah. as well and, and some justifiable rage uh, going on. You know, I recently saw a post on Facebook that COVID is the cure to um, human rights. And and so that alone kind of, you know, it was a perfect storm. You know, mm-hmm. we had uh, uh, continued uh, things that we see out there that were happening over and over again. And you know, people putting out their thoughts of making those changes, but changes may not have come or we didn't see the same action that we thought would be acceptable uh, today. And uh and obviously, the world now has taken notice, not just, you know, one part of the world. And uh, it's amazing to see so many people come together. Uh, it is unfortunate that we are seeing some things, you know, looters and mm-hmm. setting things on fire and whatnot. And I certainly don't condone any of that. But, you know, when, again, when, when is enough enough where you have no choice but to be heard? be heard and burn something down. And again, I'm not condoning it by any means. Please audience, don't take it that way. 
you know, I'm just metaphorically speaking. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I hope that, uh, we don't, uh, hit the pause button there and that we can see some really good reform throughout the world. Again, people's rights do matter. Mm -hmm. Everybody matters. They do. Um, black lives certainly matter too. Uh, and just as much as everybody else. And I think that's the message that we had forgotten. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know what? Uh, I went to a rally just recently. Yeah. My daughter showed real big interest in wanting to be a difference of the future. You know, mm. it's nice to see again, some of our younger generations take, causes and really move forward with them so you know we made sure that she understood what was going on that she was educated she's 16 she she's pretty smart for her age and we supported her we supported thankfully her thankfully she got her uh, mother's uh, sponsor. yeah <laughs> thanks <laughs> so yeah so we supported her the community and it was fantastic we had i think probably like three to four hundred people show up uh it was a beautifully organized uh march by uh five teenage kids from high school mm. that uh, thought three days ago we got to do something and man they put it together fantastic and uh, again you I think all our listeners knows how much of a suck I am so I was <laughs> sitting there like bawling my eyes out the whole time because again it was it was it's moving emotional. to see yeah. all kinds of different people come together and just be united right mm -hmm. um, we've had a lot of divide in the last few years and different things that have all taken place throughout the world and it's just again not the best of platforms but it's just nice to see unity come together and so it was nice it was moving and uh, like i said i hope we see change on the covid side i hope we see change in the science side of uh, the earth and our environment and i mm. certainly hope we see lots of change coming you know you know to me it always comes back to masonic value and yeah. I, I feel like a broken record saying this but man love it's about love all those topics are love their kindness, their love, their care. And uh, we we have to find our way back to that yeah. as a society. And, and that starts individually. You know, at that rally, that was a lot of the message. They were talking about love, talking about respect, talking about community. And here I am, and it was right across from our, our own lodge. lodge. <laughs> and so that was in the background. And I'm going like, these are all the values of what masonry is about, you know? And I know that we've had some critics that say, oh, you guys just talk about all the good fluffy stuff that happens. But honestly, this has been our experiences. Mm. I, ha I haven't had many um, negative experiences in, in my journey thus far, and, and I like it that way. They save those um, for Facebook. Right? <laughs> all the Facebook groups and rants. Yeah, yeah, right? Those are easy, though. That's yeah. a quick button to unfollow, and you never see it again. Sometimes yeah. you can't do that to a person. Uh, you know, maybe you don't have to be around the next time you know they're there but hey that's part of overcoming challenges yeah but yeah it was it was just like i said it really touched about a lot of the stuff that we do that we already um teach um that we already kind of remind mm -hmm. and so again here i am and my wife always oh whatever but i'm like see if, if we were all masons <laughs> the world would be great then she throws the argument about women at you yeah 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 her yeah. boss came and uh Again, I had her come in the building because we parked over there, so we had a spot. And, of course, you know, having a stranger coming to a lodge, the first thing, am I allowed to come in? Yes, you are. Can I ask you some questions? And, of course, my answer is, yeah, but I might not answer them all, right? 
And can I take some pictures? Of course you can, you know. So it was cool to give a, a tour amongst all this uh, craziness and whatnot. That's and, cool. And have a perspective of somebody who thinks she knows a bit about it. And like my wife, she's very spiritual, uh, Christina. So she's very much into a lot of numerology and mm. and some of the symbols that she saw. So were, how was that experience for her? It was uh, for her. So for her, she's, uh, again, like my wife, she's like, I could feel presence. Mm. And of course, my wife being at lodge a few times, she goes, yeah, it's an old thing. And I said, yep, it's it's George. He lives upstairs. He kind of is our resident ghost. And he might come by and, you know, move something for you or whatever. So they're all freaked out. I'm, it's a joke, guys. <laughs> like, come on, you know. But uh, no, it was uh, she had a great experience. Um, you know, she asked as many questions as any curious person would. And uh, yeah. And, and again, I'm, I'm always like, you know, pumping the... Uh, Hey, Masons. Yeah. And my wife's like, yeah, you do that all the time. Like, that's enough. You don't <laughs> have to we go. sell it. Here the we eyes go again. Roll. I'm like, yeah. come on, come on. Yeah. But it's all fun. It's all fun. Well, it's good to see that we're moving back uh, in the right direction, at least, and, and moving beyond some of these challenges. I, I suspect we always will have difficulty in the world and strife, and uh, whether that's health, whether that's environment, uh, society. Uh, but as Masons, our role is to to make ourselves better yeah. and be a better contributor to society. So so that's why I love Masonry. Well, I right think there. that's a great point, too, because, you know, as a Mason, uh, sometimes I think we can get caught up in what's going on. And I think we need to take that deep breath and remember our values as a Mason mm -hmm. and maybe not, you know, enter that negative path. Um, you know, some Some people we know are true Masons inside and out, and some people may have possibly followed masonry for mom or my dad did it my grandfather did mm. it not the same thing right um and again we know that it's all to their own on how their experience or how they want to make that journey take place but now more than ever i mean covid was the certain the 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 the, the start point to really highlight what we can and cannot do within our community to help each other out to help our own brethren out and then everything else the protesting everything it's just another highlight to say hey guys if we stand united and and share our brotherly love um, amongst the world, then uh, we can help change what needs to change. Well, there you have it. We're uh, episode 50 in the books. Very exciting to see you guys live again, uh, as we said at the beginning. And uh, I think we have a few few uh, comments to throw in there. Yeah, I just got one quick uh, since we're back live and uh, we're back with um, our normal kind of, I don't know. <laughs> Is this normal? Well, I mean, not really, but so we're trying to be normal. We're going to do a quick uh, lapel pen shout out. Um, Brother Patrick Teasier. Um, brother Patrick Teasier is a uh, brother from Orange Lodge number 36, and he was our sponsor for this particular podcast. Uh, congratulations on the 50th podcast, brother. And uh, yeah, so again, we can't do these shows without your awesome support, and we are so grateful for everything that uh, you guys uh, throw at us with some of your comments, your support on Instagrams and emails and everything else. So uh, yeah, this, Thank uh, you. this is yeah. sponsored by Brother Patrick Taylor. Thank you for joining us for this episode of The First Three Knocks. Happy to meet, sorry to part, happy to meet again.